0: Hello guys, my name is Romeo and welcome to chapter one into our playbook, how to generate and nurture more B2B leads. We created this playbook that you can access on playbook.man.digital, that's playbook.man.digital. We are here working with a lot of companies in generating and uh, helping them convert more prospects into customers, especially into the tech uh, business, uh, tech and B2B especially. In our chapter, we will talk more about digital marketing trends. So before we even get started with the creating those uh, sales funnels and uh, marketing funnels, all the automation and so on. We want to learn a little bit more about what are the trends uh, in the industry so we can leverage them before uh, we start with some techniques and strategies. So there are seven trends that we believe will shape a lot the uh, B2B space, especially for tech businesses. And I would like to start with the first one, which is video marketing. We all love entertainment, stories, and uh, even our mobile internet bandwidth is getting faster and faster. So it's no surprise that video advertising and video marketing is getting more and more popular online. Video ad spend, for example, grew plus 557 from Q2 2016 to Q3 2016, according to a recent report by smato.com. That's S-M-A-A-T-O dot And this is crazy guys, like in one qu- quarter grew plus 557%. So you need to start making videos of your products and and services before it's too late. Video doesn't need to be hard. Just make sure that you're using real stories, personal stories, if possible, and that you are putting the little human touch into it. So here are a few easy, useful tips for leveraging video marketing. One that is most exciting in my view is using Facebook live. I know not everybody is very comfortable in front of the camera, but if you find someone in your company or in your organization that can run Facebook live and it's feeling comfortable in front of of the camera, Start using it for announcement, for webinars, for vBlogging. Why? Because you, it will be much easier to get to a audience, to your audience, especially that Facebook algorithm is promoting more and more Facebook live. And the most interesting in my view for our industry B2B is remarketing people based on percentage of the watch time. So if somebody watched 75% of your video, you can put them in a category of engaged audiences and remarket them with different messages, different uh, lead magnets. We will learn more about with what you can remarket them in chapter four, where we will talk about building content for your audiences. So imagine that you are able to get to an audience with Facebook live very fast and very easy. You just need stories. You just need someone someone who can talk in front of the camera, and then you can remarket them later on. And more than that, you can create even lookalike audiences, like people who are similar to that, um, to that prospect. So that's one uh, of my ideas and what I suggest in the B2B space. The second one would be building compelling pre-roll ads on YouTube. Those pre-roll ads are those annoying ads that are uh, usually before a particular YouTube uh, video. So you can create that too, but not necessarily being super annoying because you will make them relevant. How you will make them relevant is by only showing it to people who went to your website, people who visited your offer. And again, this needs to be super easy. Just be in front of the camera and trying that five seconds to Uh, Show show them the solution for the problem that they are looking for. The good part of YouTube is that you can do it on very low cost. Pre-roll ads are no cost if the prospect doesn't watch 30 seconds of the video and if they don't click. So imagine that you can make all these video messages, follow-ups, use them as a follow-up because you made them as a remarketing and you don't pay for it. It's just amazing. You don't pay if they don't take action, obviously. And if they take action, it's really, really low budget. So that's another idea for YouTube and for video. Let's go on and talk about trend number two which is cross device usage. So according to a study carried out by NinthDecimal.com, the retailers like e-commerce sites, for example, who use different devices to connect with consumers have higher rates of engagement and visits to their stores that those focusing on one device alone such as sticking with the traditional desktop computer, for example. We already own multiple devices. We have iPhones, we have personal laptops, work laptops, tablets, even smart TVs. And you might even have a smart watch if you're very geeky. So luckily we can leverage Facebook and Google's technology to remarket to all of our audiences on different devices. So what I suggest is that you start building remarketing campaigns on Facebook, YouTube, and Google. Be be present on each of your audience's device and help guide the conversion. So this is something that it can be simply leveraged. Somebody visited your computer, your, sorry, your website on a desktop and you remarket them on mobile, YouTube pre-rolls. That's one example. So you, this, is, this is a use case, an experiment that you can, you can uh, start doing. And remember, and I think I don't need to uh, remind you that mobile is the king. And uh, even Google rolled out now accelerated mobile pages. So these pages are six times faster than a normal uh, mobile optimized page. You also have uh, Facebook instant articles. All these articles are embedded into Facebook. So they are very, very fast. So take a leverage of that. You will have even an SEO boost. By using uh, AMP, like accelerated mobile pages, just Google it and learn more. Put your developers to make your site AMP friendly. The third digital marketing strategy for B2B businesses, in my view, is personalization. And personalization drives brand royalty. And all of us should pay huge attention to what Spotify and Netflix, for example, are doing in terms of personalizing the experience we have on their apps. 31% of people consider themselves to be brand loyal loyal with 41% of these starting that they would be happy for retailers to use their purchase history to personalize the content sent to them. This is amazing. This is a study carried out by Boston retail partners in the US. So imagine that 31% of people consider themselves to be brand loyal, loyalist. Yeah. 31, and from which, from this 31, 41%, they're okay, so we are using, or not we, but like e-commerce sites, are using the purchase history to personalize the content for them. And this will be more and more. So using tools like, let's say, omniconvert.com, to survey your customers and build personalized content to them whenever they come in. It's something really, really uh, useful. So get data fro- from your customers and personalize the landing pages, the offers that you make for them. For example, landing.com created different landing pages to their clients according to who their audience is. So when they were using a simple general landing page for the whole audience group, their conversion rate was 8%, which is pretty good also. But when they started to use personalized landing pages, according to who was visiting them, the conversion rate skyrocketed to 31%. I put some examples of uh, landing pages on playbook.man.digital into chapter one, if you go and you will see these examples. For example, if somebody was a photographer, there was a picture w- with a photographer in the landing pages. So if somebody is a yoga instructor, there's a picture about the yoga instructor, so they made, they segmented their audience and they started to personalize their um, landing pages. So an awesome tip here is that um, add your customer's avatars, influencer, for example, and if you have the name of your lead or customer added to the landing page and get a conversion rate up to even uh, 57%. Like landing it. So if, if, if you know who is the influencer of that audience, put it in the landing page. If you know the name from your CRM, put it in the landing page. So that's the idea that I would suggest. Another trend, if you go on, is the fourth, is niche marketing. So two years, two years back, I was working in a very niche market. I worked in the triathlon market at triathlonresearch.org and its founder, Sam Cook was in the U.S. Army. He was a triathlon hobbyist, so he was not necessarily an expert in the field. But because of his marketing skills, he saw an opportunity in this niche and built a digital publishing company around it. It, inv- it involves helping triathlon stars like uh, Craig Alexander, who is like seven time Iron Man winner, or Gwen Jorgensen, another influencer in the space o- o- Olympic winner. So he built using these influencers, uh, online training programs. And helping other triathlon wannabes, how to be better triathletes. He really succeeded in this uh, very niche market by working with the best because the competition was very low. And because he made his mission to understand the pain and passion of these triathlon wannabes, Sam, the founder was always eager to learn more about this niche market. He was going to all kinds of triathlon events, participating himself in training session and even racing. By doing that, he was able to not only understand, but also experience the pain of his market. So as he puts it in one of his blog posts. Triathlon racing is a powerful demonstration of our humanity, our courage, our fears, our doubts, and our joy, all wrapped into one intense experience. So he knew how to put it in words, he knew the market, and he knew the language that these guys are speaking. So he can transform this into stories ad copies, webinars that he was conducting. Again, he was not a triathlete. He just understood the power of niche marketing and dominated that market for a while. If you try to target all markets, you will be in a big trouble because you will find yourself surrounded by a load of competition And it will be hard to showcase your unique value proposition. A rule of thumb is to start narrow and then grow wider. Start talking to one group of your audience and be specific about their needs and desires so that you can attend to uh, them with, you know, the right product and the right service. In my view, here are five benefits of niche marketing. One it's less competitive. It's much more affordable because you won't be spending money on broad target groups, so you won't waste money on advertising. Three, customers are more loyal. You will be able to nurture, teach, and understand them much better. Four, audience is easier to target. You know where they hang out and where they hang out and what their interests are, which makes it easier to target and offer them your solutions. And fifth, it's very focused. Trying to offer different services to each market can be inefficient. We're here, it's one nice offer. It's one efficient and focused market. Another digital marketing trend is what we are talking here in our playbook, which is B2B lead generation. This is big one and the main topic of our guide. So what is B2B lead generation? We'll touch more in this in the prospecting and outreaching section of our guide. Nevertheless, building a list and segmenting it is crucial for your business. As you want to speak with as many people as possible, but in the same time, bring relevance to them. Speak with the right people, at the right time, the right content. In my view, here are some lead generation techniques for you that you might not know about, and you can just start right away uh, doing these. Quora and Reddit. One of my favorites to go out and find questions that your audience might be asking. Just be active there, especially to the B2B space and in a tech industry, Quora and Reddit are uh, where you need to be, start answering and um, with valuable content and solutions to their problems. So another one is guest posting. This is very easy to do if you know how to write and we will talk about this more in chapter four, you might find this odd, but writing on blogs where your audience hangs out can bring new free leads to your business. So how can you do it? One, just research the best blogs, online, media sites in your niche. Two, pitch to them. Three, write valuable content with a very clear call to action at the end, which links to a landing page where you offer a free value. Four, capture the lead. Five, start separate email marketing campaigns for leads coming in through guest posting as you might want to personalize the content, right? And sixth, our example article and lead generation on the six six part video course, you can find it on playbook.man.digital under chapter one. There is a link there and you can go and check it out. We just created a bunch of guest posts and we got lots of leads from that call to action personalized to them. Another hack, <laughs> which I really like is the LinkedIn profile view hacks. Um, use this at your own risk, but is working for me as we speak. And I used it for like one year. If you go on the article, uh, you will see that the, I, I added just a iframe with your LinkedIn profile page where you can just put it in the header of the video. So you if you go to at this uh, at this point to playbookmandigital slash b2b dash digital dash marketing dash trends 2017 and you scroll down to the B2B generation. You will see the code where you just need to link to your um, LinkedIn profile in an iframe, put it in the header of the, of the website and all your website visitor will be considered as a LinkedIn profile viewers. This is great because you know who is visiting your site the LinkedIn profile of these people. This is amazing in my view. So now you can start sending them sales follow-up emails. Thing that we will talk about more in chapter number three. But by making a LinkedIn prospecting and finding out emails of your prospects, you are able to do several things, uh, one would be to export all your LinkedIn contacts and upload them on Facebook as a uh, audience. And also you can do that with Google, so just upload them as a um, audience and Google and also Facebook will try to find out who are those users that they have in their database. Uh, that are registered with uh, the same emails that you, they use also in LinkedIn and uh, in this way you can start making remarketing campaigns and try to follow up with them um, about on your uh, lead generation uh, strategy. We will talk about this more for sure in uh, chapter number three where we will show you also some more advanced tactics and strategies and how to find the emails, how to reach out to them on emails, what tools to use to reach out to them and how to connect with the new prospects. As a pro tip is uh, using UTM tags, whenever we reach out um, and whenever we do LinkedIn prospecting so that we can track the source of our uh, leads. The last trend that I want to talk to you about is the B2B influencer marketing and influence marketing is uh, actually word of mouth, let's say. So a lot of e-commerces, uh, start to use, um, Influence marketing with Instagram, with uh, blogging and so on. Um, And there was a study done by um, bloglovin.com in an article in the Business Insider. which said that 54% of women around the world have purchased a product or service after seeing it on an influencer post. I believe that uh, B2B can benefit a lot from influencer marketing also. And here is how. I listen a lot every week almost to a podcast Mixergy. It's mixergy.com. I really recommend it if you are in the tech world and few other podcasts in this uh in this niche of software as a service. And they influence me a lot in my buying decision in marketing tools and courses. Why? Because the quality of the content is very good. And I know they don't recommend rubbish if the content is very good. I understand this and build my business with the help of local influencers and the help of uh, influencers like uh, Mixergy. Uh, I partnered also with uh, local business investors and authorities that helped me grow my business. So, influence marketing, it's uh, not only what you have online, it's the investors, is the authorities, local businesses and so on. So, make sure you have this network of investors around you. And, um, in my case, I worked a lot with, um, influencers and here are my top five strategies we used, uh, in my digital for B2B influence, uh, marketing. One is attend meetups, TED talks and conferences, conferences run by influencers and engage with them. Don't sell anything at the first, just buy what they sell. Why? Because you will have a totally different approach, right? Like you will not go to the meetups conference just to sell. You will go there because you're genuinely interested in uh, what they have to say. And uh, be their client at the beginning. Yeah, In this way, you you will make sure you create a network around you. And uh, network with these influencers uh, face-to-face on basis is like super, super important. Yeah. Um, You're not just there to sell, you're there to add value and uh, build the relationship. Another strategy is to partner with investors and ask them if they need help in your niche in exchange of putting you in contact with other companies or investors, if you do a good job. So just go out there and tell them, Hey, I am in, uh, let's say accounting. I can help your companies in which you invested in with accounting uh, free advice. In this way, if you do a good job for sure, they will uh, recommend you. Another strategy is guest posting and uh, review posts. I mentioned this in the lead generation section too, and it is very valid here as well. Reach out to bloggers and media where your audience is hanging out and write how to articles and about strategies and the benefits of using your niche products or services. This is huge. And I really believe you can. uh, get a lot of leads with it. It just depends where you will put your uh, name out there, right? Then another strategy, strategy number four, it's uh, sponsor review posts and about your product. The same way as e commerces business do. Do pro bono services or offer your tools as a giveaway in exchange for a review on on an influencer blog or community, simple as that. And the last one uh, from influencer B2B marketing strategies is to identify rising star bloggers. These are not yet influencers and ask them to interview you and share your story. Uh, We did this and you can find the link uh, if you go on a playbook. Dot .man.digital at chapter number one. So, all these strategies are worth testing in any niche, B2B or B2C. Just be there with these influencers online and offline, add value, don't be salesy and remember to buy first, not sell first. So. These were the ideas that we had around B2B digital marketing uh, trends for 2017, 2018. And just as a conclusion, it's uh, very clear that video on mobile will be the biggest trend this year, Uh, Facebook live, YouTube, even Periscope videos will grow a lot over the coming year. So go and get your content ready for video. Now, if you do this well, and we are sure that your context strategy involves getting across all devices at the right time, as well as choosing your niche market to work uh, in which you're working in, you will definitely be way ahead your competitors. So now that was it for chapter number one in the playbook. Man. Digital. You will be able to read and find the transcript of this podcast on playbook.man.digital. If you want to join us for a six-part video course that I created with sales experts from Northstar Consulting, you can join for free if you go to Marketing school.tech. That's marketing school in one.tech. Here we created this whole uh, playbook in a video course that it's for free and it, we put it up on YouTube on our channel and you will be able to join there and see the whole course in video format see you guys soon and take care bye bye